Have you ever stumbled across somebody else's journal or diary and wanted so badly to read what secrets were hidden inside? Welcome to... So This Is Love. <laughs> episode 23. Oh, we remembered to say the episode this time. We did. I think the last couple of times we've forgotten. We did. <laughs> you don't have to sound so excited. I'm excited. Aww. I'm just still sick. Leslie's still sick. Still coughing. And still not having gone to the doctor. I went to the doctor. The, which doctor? Not the witch doctor. Not the witch doctor, but... I went I to the doctor... I don't know way to say that. Not the... I went to the doctor, not this week, but last week. Yes. Yes. And, and which doctor was that? It was the doctor. The general doctor. Yes. But you have a doctor that is specific to a condition that you have. No, it's my primary doctor. Your primary doctor. Yes. Yes. But but you went to the day-night clinic. Yes, because it was fast. And you saw a doctor. Not, yes. Not specifically your doctor. No. But why haven't you gone to see your doctor? Because I haven't had time. Mm. Last week was Easter, and this week is Easter follow-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long has your husband been telling you to go to the, your doctor? I don't know. <coughs> long enough. Mm. Long enough. But that's anyway. neither here nor there. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. Um, we are so glad <laughs> that you come back every week, everybody. Um I don't think we have any, like, announcements or anything like that, right? No. No. So. I'll work. So we're going to start reading journal entries, and I'm going to try real hard not to cough. Okay, guys? No coughing. No coughing. December 2nd, 2007. There are times when I'm afraid that I'll stop being impressed by you. You have yet to cease impressing me. Yesterday, we helped decorate the worship center. It looks really pretty, too. The woman who decorates our church, Rebecca, always has such fabulous ideas. Anyway, we ended up getting into a discussion because of a comment meant to be a funny ha-ha, but it was taken wrong by me. You redeemed yourself, though. Not only did you apologize, but you told me that no one has tried or wanted to understand you the way I do. Those words said a lot to me especially since you were standing so close and speaking so sweetly. 132 days. I know you don't keep track the way I do. It's enough to have me doing it, I guess. I've been meeting with Nilda for the past two weeks on Saturday. It's been really cool, too. It's so easy for me to just be honest with her about everything I'm thinking and feeling. She's encouraging and honest as well as insightful. You know, I've been having some amazing mini-conversations with God lately. I say mini because they're usually the ones I have when I'm struggling or angry. God is so good. He loves me so much. Father, please continue to let me feel your presence. Thank you for all the things you continue to give me, though I am so undeserving. Thank you for the many gifts you continue to bless me with, especially the friends you've given me. God, I want to be obedient to you in all I do, in all I say, and with all that you give me. Lord, I lift up Isabel to you tonight. Father, give her the desire to want to have that close relationship she used to have with you again. Bring her to your knees, Father. Help her to realize and react to what you're asking for her. I pray that you would heal her heart. 
Help her to truly get connected and feel loved by your people. Help me love her better too, Lord. Make me sensitive to whatever she may need from my friendship. Bring her husband soon, Lord, please, and begin preparing her for the day he makes himself known to her. Please continue to be with Aaron and I. We want only what you want, Lord. Help us continue to protect our hearts, keep our minds pure, and bring this relationship full circle to, to whatever you want of it. I pray your will for our lives. Help us continue to get to know each other better and not be blinded by infatuation. Protect our relationship with one another. I love you, Lord. I pray all these things in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen. December 4th, 2007. Father, you are absolutely an amazing God. Thank you for all that you continue to bless me with. An amazing job, amazing friends, my car and apartment, Aaron, three new friends today, Alma, Nancy, Becky, my mentor, Miss Connie, my home in heaven with you, your son, Jesus Christ, my recovery, a Christmas bonus, my health, and your promises to me. I want to shine like a star for you, Lord. I want to do everything you want me to do without complaining or arguing so that I can become blameless and pure. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-7. I read that today and was reminded that you want me to come to you boldly and confidently with my prayers, and that by allowing your peace to wash over me, From being in your word and spending time with you, I'm allowing you to help me guard my heart and mind. Filling myself with your word helps to protect me. Father, please hold me close to you always. Keep me from walking away from you. Protect me. Help me to be careful in my relationship with Aaron. Help us both continue to put you first, above one another. Fill us both with your wisdom, and when you speak, help us to respond quickly in obedience to you. Take care of my mom. Heal her completely of her diabetes, Lord. Take care of my dad. Give him the desire to reach out to Amanda and I more. Take care of Amanda. Keep her healthy. She's working two jobs. Please let them all get the rest they need as soon as they need it. God, Father, I want you to please continue to stretch me, mold me into the woman you have planned for me to be. I pray all these things in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen. December 7th, 2007. Tonight was difficult for me. I want so much to be near you, close to you, but I can't be, and it hurts me so much, especially when you pull away from my touch. I hate it. I don't want to make out or kiss. I just want to sit next to you, hold your hand, hug, have you keep me warm when I'm cold. All I can do is cry about it. Tonight, my foot was touching your leg, and you actually asked me to move it. At first, I was okay with it, but then all I wanted to do was cry. I know it's not what you meant, but I felt so rejected, and all these thoughts of you not needing to feel my touch ran through my mind and really started to bother me. So, of course, all my walls went up. I even had to get up and go outside. I was so upset. In the car on the way home, you asked what was wrong, and I said nothing. Quiet all the way to the church, I got out of the car and drove home. You called and started asking if I was okay. I said I was fine, but of course you didn't believe me. Finally, I said, I just don't really want to talk about it. Then you got after me for lying, and the waterworks started for me. I finally told you that it was rough for me tonight, and you reassured me that I have absolutely nothing to worry about, and that you don't want me to be sad. How much longer, Aaron? Don't you know yet? I've known for months now. I don't want to be with anyone else but you for the rest of my life. You get me like no one else does. 
You're so patient and understanding with the basket case that I am. I've seen the way that you love God by the way you treat me and others. You encourage me. You make me want to be a better woman for God. I can't breathe. I'm crying so much. You say things aren't easy for you either. I believe you. I try to anyway. I don't know if it's normal to ache for someone so badly. I just know that when I'm not with you, I miss you so much. And when I'm with you, I hate having to leave you. I want to cook for you. I want to share a bed with you. Feel your arms around me. Lay my head on your chest. Rub your back and your shoulders and your feet when you have had a long day. I want to caress your face, hold your hand, caress your arms, and kiss you, kiss you, kiss you. I told you today that I'm going to lead a step study next year. You are proud of me. I told you that I feel called to celebrate recovery. I'm not sure how you feel about that. I don't know if you feel called to CR the way I do. We'll see, I guess. I love you. Father, thank you for everything that you've given me. I'm so grateful to you for all your blessings. I pray that you would continue to provide for me the way that you've been. You are certainly an amazing God. Thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ to die for all the sins of the world, especially mine. I would be nothing without your grace, love, and mercy. Father, I need you tonight. Please comfort me. Hold me in your arms. I need to feel your love tonight. Please continue to protect Aaron and I in our courtship. Help us to continue to be obedient to you and all you ask of us. Help me to be patient and wait on you for your timing, Lord. I know you have a plan for us. I trust you for it. I know that your plans are to give me hope in a future. Thank you for that promise. I love you, Father. I pray all these things in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. December 11th, 2007. More and more, I can see how God is working, how he's moving in my life, how he's moving in yours. In the past month, I feel as though I've learned more about you than in all the time we've been friends. You make me really happy, Aaron. I say really because it's a large amount of happiness that you bring into my life. God has given me an ultimate happiness, and then he gave me what I've been praying for for so long, you. There's a song I'm listening to a lot lately. Um, We've even listened to it in the car this evening while on our date. It's called The Thief by Brooke Frazier. Your eyes are full, full as the future of us. The air changes as you look across at me in that wondering way. It is as if I knew you before we spoke. Do our hearts know something we don't? Conspiring, converging without giving us any say. You sing me to sleep, talk down my walls, Look through my windows as I wait. You could be the thief I give the key to. You're ruining me with secrets and gestures and looks, with sonnets and secondhand books, playing the chords in me nobody knew how to play. You sing me to sleep, talk down my walls, look through my windows as I wait. You could be the thief I give the key to. If it's in your hand, like the water and rain, it unlocks our two different selves and shows me we are the same. Rather than wait till I put me out for the taking, you're breaking, you're breaking into my heart and I'm letting you. Your eyes are full, full of the future of us. We actually had a conversation about how this song is an oxymoron. Um, That it is. I explained to you that picture it paints in my mind and how it all makes such great sense to me. I had so much fun with you tonight. It hasn't gotten old and you still surprise me with the things you say and do. When you picked me up tonight, you actually got out of your car to open the car door for me. You made me smile, blush, and feel like such a princess. We ate at Coyote Canyon. 
and then drove to your parents' house to see all the Christmas lights you put up for them. It looks so beautiful. You did a really great job. Then we went to Starbucks for our usual, something to drink, and a couple million games of Moncala. Our phone conversations get more and more interesting, deep and not so deep. We've talked about everything from how many shelves are on John and Nilda's Entertainment Center, your OCD, the Eiffel Tower, and our childhoods. Christmas presents, books, music, so many things. Closing journal thoughts from your text message. You said, you know, that's the happiest sound you've had getting off the phone, and you still make me smile. And I said, you make me happy. I couldn't help it. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for friends. Thank you for my amazing church family. Thank you for continuing to love me, deem me worthy of life. Thank you for promising to never leave me or forsake me. Lord, please continue to walk closely to Aaron and I. Help us continue to listen and long to give in to your will for our lives individually and together. Help us continue to put you first in all we do. Father, your love for me amazes me. Thank you for never giving up on me. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. For sharing your journal entries again. Uh-huh. All right. Um, December 2nd. I think it's safe to say that I've stopped impressing you. <laughs> Sometimes not. <laughs> <coughs> so what did you mean um, in the whole, like, what, what did I do that was so impressing? I was just helping decorate. I think that's what it was, is that you were helping, like... Is that when you learned that I could make bows? I think. Like Christmas bows? Yeah. From well, ribbon? I think that's when I learned you liked Christmas a lot. Yeah. I mean, you are the one who decorates our Christmas tree. I'm the Christmas lights person. Like, And people have said you should work at Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I just helping decorate like for Christmas is my favorite. It is one of our favorite time of year. I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love the lights. I love the weather. No. I the, love the weather. Yeah, but the weather down here it stays the same. It's it gets cold. No. It yeah. I mean we, we have We had two cold fronts this year. We have what two seasons. We have cold front season and hot. And cold front season is for like a week. Yeah, but I you know, you get the cold drizzle. I hate that. I love it. I love any weather that isn't hot. Well, I just don't like. I don't mind the cold mm-hmm. when we get cold, and when and when I say cold, and when we say cold, we mean like it's 50s. like the sixties, like six fifties, sixties at you know lowest to the fifties. It's been a long time since we've had a freeze. Uh, yeah, it, that this year actually. No, two thousand thirteen. We had a freeze when we moved into this house. No, but when it snowed. Oh, it, sn- it snowed in 2004. Oh, four. 2004. And at that point, we hadn't had snow in 104. Nine. 104. 104? I thought it was 109. Or maybe 101. I just know it had been over 100 years. I think it was 109 years that Brownsville mm-hmm. hadn't ever experienced no, snow. I'm, I'm You're going to look sure. it up, of, of course. Of course I am. Um but yeah, I I love I love Christmas, and I guess you kind of find out that that time, um, and you do you you said that um, 
I told you that you are the first person who really worked hard to understand me better than anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you said that to me. Because it was true. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, okay, so growing up, I was the middle child, right? Um, My family, my parents were going through their own stuff. Uh, my brothers and I were going through, like, I don't know, growing up. <coughs> um, and I was and I was in the middle. Like, my brother, my older brother was too old for me. My younger brother was too young for me. So I just kind of got, like, I don't know. Not past, past, because, I mean, I eventually made a big stink enough to, like, get some attention. Well, because you were the middle child. Yeah. But then, I mean, other than that, like, nobody ever really took a divested interest in me. Oh. Like, my mom took us out for, for dinners just to, like, just the two of us, like, mm-hmm. me and her or my brother and her or my other brother and her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool, but there wasn't ever anybody who, like, was my best friend. Oh, okay. Or, like, mentored me or had, like... Any kind of interest in you in that sense? You yeah. Mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I had friends, right? Uh, and I had girlfriends, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know. It was different. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't. Not that they didn't bother. Not that anybody didn't bother. But like, I don't know another way of saying it. People just weren't that interested. Probably. Well, we both can say that as a middle child, you were pretty annoying. <laughs> like, like you've said. So, you right. know. I, I was. I was really annoying. <laughs> I, I got really good at it because I figured that negative attention was just as good as positive attention. Right. Because any attention is good. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a healthy <laughs> way to live. Again, another reason why we're in Celebrate Recovery. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then December 4th, basically everything was awesome. Yeah. Everything is awesome. Was that when I, when that, was that when I talked about telling you that I felt cold this year? No. That was the next week. Okay. That was the next day. The next journal next entry. entry yeah. But you were saying how, like, Connie was awesome, and I was awesome, and Jesus was awesome. Everything was awesome. Everything was awesome. I was grateful for all the things. It was, it was a, I'm grateful for all the things day, which probably meant I might have been having a bad day. Because I tend to do that when I'm having a bad day. You remind yourself? I remind myself of the things I'm grateful for. Cool. That's just something I've learned and taught. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and then December 7th, that was a difficult night, you mm-hmm. said. Uh-huh. Um, and you you wrote it down, and when you wrote it down, I was like, really? You don't want to make out or kiss? That's a lie. <laughs> That's so not true. It's I not think- like I want to make out and kiss you. I just want to uh, hold you. I want to hold your hand. I want your arm around me. That's you wanted to make are you, out and are kiss. Are you, like, imitating me? Like, are you mocking No, me? no, not... Because, you know, you even, like, changed your tone of voice as though, as though to pretend that that's even how I talk. It's not, it's not, um, a dig on you. Oh, is that? So much as it's a dig on women in general. So why would you dig on women? Because that's how they say things. You're, you're just digging your grave <laughs> deeper and deeper. Okay, look, when, when in all the you TV... To, all you have to do is say... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mock you. I didn't. I wasn't mocking you. Or mock women. 
I wasn't really mocking women. I was just, um, what's the word? I was building into the stereotype that has already been generated and perceived in the media and, and society where you have that tone of voice, just like men get a tone of voice when women are, are, and so uh, if I did that here them. on this podcast, it would be okay. I didn't say that. Uh huh. That's what I thought. Just like you didn't you just say, say this was okay. Why can't you just say it's, I'm sorry. For what? For ch- making fun of me. I didn't make fun of you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will somebody please um, decide for us? Was I making fun of Leslie? Even. Leslie says yes, but I say no. It was more of a general, like... Even worse. Going on. Anyways, so you didn't want to make out with me or kiss me. Mm-hmm. That's not true. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get into another lie. Okay, so this is something that we, you and I have discussed at length. Mm-hmm. And that is... That when you're in a relationship, whether it be uh, a friendship or a love interest, um, and that other person who is obviously upset about something says, or gets asked the question, you know, what's bothering you? Or or why are you mad? Is everything okay? Or what's the matter? And they answer, nothing. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's perfectly okay. That is a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Why do women lie? Why do men lie? Lie. It's a lie. It's because that's kind of how we're brought up to... That's what we're brought up it, to do. Sure. I mean, until someone points it out to you, you don't think of it as being a lie. I didn't think of it as you being a lie. You did not, and you were very upset at me when I first yeah, cause you called, called me a liar. you out on it. Yes. <laughs> I said, why are you lying? And you're like, you're calling me a liar? It's like the worst thing I could have ever called you. It's or... still the worst thing you could have ever I know. Called I know. You hate being called a liar. Because I... I work really hard not to lie. I know. I get it. But you hate it so much. Mm-hmm. So much. It's because I don't like people who lie. Righteous indignation. I don't like I'm people not who a liar. Lie. So when when I called you out on it, it, it took a while. Like, that was a conversation in and of itself mm-hmm. for... Um, that day. That day, yeah, in the car for you to realize that you actually were, we were lying. We were on the phone. Well, because we were driving first. And yes. that's when I, like, yeah. understood that you were lying. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so, you know, nothing. That's not true. That's a lie. Um, seven magical words of truth. That I wrote down. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's beautiful. That that That's all you need. Yeah. That is literally all you need. I don't want to talk about it. And you can even add right now if you want to talk about it later. Or let's talk about it later. Totally cool. I don't ever want to talk about it. I don't it. ever want to talk about it. Totally cool. <laughs> but saying nothing, that's that's just not true. How did you, I mean, obviously we, we just talked a little bit about how your response to me calling you a liar uh-huh. or like calling you out on like that nothing was uh-huh. not how you were actually feeling. Right. What what were you thinking? That I couldn't believe you just called me a liar. That's right. Well, because I had never thought of it that way. Okay. And I know like from that, from that day on, it was something I did think about mm-hmm. and it took a little while. Um, but even now, I mean, I'm pretty good about like when you 
Ask yeah. me something's wrong, it, I tell you. It's not it's not a thing anymore. Right, no. But at that point in our relationship it was and and you before and even after a couple of times were trying to say nothing. Right. And I was like, mm, no. no. And that is that's a little tidbit that I do pass along to our friends who like are newly married uh-huh. when we have friends that start dating, like yeah. I'm like if they ever ask you what's wrong, don't say nothing because that's a lie. That's a lie. Either be honest or say, you know, I, I don't want to talk about that right now. Can we talk about it tomorrow? Can we talk about it later? You know. And I remember being very proud of myself for realizing that. So self-righteous you are. No. Sometimes. No, because I, I don't pride myself in being like a wise person. Oh. You know, that's not my shtick. Oh, okay. I... I Common sense is lacking mm. on on in my person, in my being of the person that I am. So when something comes out of my mouth that is, um, I don't know, more more thoughtful than normal, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh hey, that was cool. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So um, because that was. I don't know, like, I just feel like that was something that we were able to use afterwards. Um, And then obviously not just for ourselves. Yeah. uh, Where you could be honest and say, you know, I don't want to talk about it right now. And then we could let it go. And and when you were ready to have that conversation, then we could have that conversation. Right. Um, And it's the same for for people that we talk to. Because I tell guys, if 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 your wife, if your girlfriend or your friend says nothing and you know something's wrong like that's not true it probably just means they don't want to talk about it right now but they have to acknowledge that mm-hmm. and then that's that's and that healthy. doesn't normally happen right in that moment no. either no, you can't just tell somebody you're such a liar you're such a liar <laughs> that's gonna make things worse <laughs> right <Aaron? laughs> well i didn't say like that no you didn't i didn't say leslie why do you have to be such a liar <laughs> No, you're you so didn't. bad. You're terrible. No, uh, it was more of like, that's not true. Yeah. That what you're saying, that's not the truth. And you were actually the one who said, are you calling me a liar? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then you were asking me in um, the journal if I didn't know yet. Like, surely I must know by now. Because you were already on the boat. I was. Sailing down the river into the sunset. I had been on that boat since September. (laughs) And there we were in December. Ah, months (laughs) later. Um, But no, I didn't know yet. Mm -hmm. No with the quote-unquote no. Um, Because we'd had that moment, again, that I'm referencing Mm -hmm. in uh, the Hollywood video. Um, But I still didn't know. Like, how was I supposed to know when... All the people that I'd asked who I honored and respected in life were like, were, were telling me, oh, you, you just know. And I hadn't felt that. I knew yet. Like, I had spent months. I can't, I can't believe you didn't know. I mean. I didn't. No, I mean, and I say that sarcastically because I'm like, here you are dating this girl who is obviously a basket case. No. And like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I would be like, I don't know. I don't know about this. I'm not sure this is going to work. You know? No. Um, no, I just, I was praying about it. I was talking to people about it. And 
I, I, I we had we we've talked about this over the years, but I never got like I never felt like God was saying no. Right. Never felt like God was saying yes right. either. I I I didn't feel led in in one direction or the other, like mm-hmm. no, yes, or not now. Right. Because right? those are the three. Right. In yes, relationship. no, or not now. Yes, no, or not now. Um, so my thing was, if there's no clear direction, we'll, we'll, we'll just keep going on this road that we've decided to go on mm-hmm. and wait for that direction. But we also had like a timetable, which we, we talked about in that book. I think it was last episode. Yeah. And we had a year. Mm-hmm. That was, that was the goal. Cause if you don't, if you're dating somebody and you don't know what, that you want to get married to them within a year, then you're just playing around. Yeah. You're not actually... Yeah, don't, don't do that to each other. Um, so no, I didn't know yet. Mm-hmm. But we're getting very close. Oh yeah. December seventh is very, very close. Oh, okay. Um and yeah, yeah. CR mm-hmm. is my forever family. I'm gonna be in celebrity recovery for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And which I'm sure you know by now. Yeah. Like we've we've talked about. We've had about that it. discussion and we we both know that if we were in celebrate recovery, we might not still be married. No, or one of us would be dead. Yeah. So we're thankful for that. So grateful <laughs> that we have a program that we can use for the rest of our lives. That that helps us. It does not just in our marriage, but in our friendships and mm-hmm. in life in general. Something that brings us some sanity. Yes. Right, or even some clarity, because you can get really caught up in. Um, and not, not you, you, Leslie, but like people of any person can get really caught up in emotions and crazy things. And it's hard to navigate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have something that is stable and good mm-hmm. to follow, like good to, to lean on, then you have a good barometer, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then December 11th, you make me really happy. Mm-hmm. It may not. I, and something I think a dynamic that happens in any relationship where at the beginning it's just, oh, we're falling in love. And there are all these butterflies and sweet nothings and kisses and hand holdings. And, you know, it just the birth of, of a loving relationship. Uh, and then. Eight, nine, ten, twenty years down the line, uh, it's a little different, right? We, I don't know. For years, people were were at were not that they were getting after us, but they were calling us out on um, still being on a honeymoon mm-hmm. because we kind of just really coasted on that, and not that we weren't doing anything to to build into it, right. um, but we were really lovey dovey for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were like, oh, yeah, the first year is the hardest in marriage or the second year is really hard. And every year has had its own hardships. But for a really long time, we were we were just the newly married couple. Yeah. Right? We're not anymore. We're not anymore. Because all of our friends are the people who are, like, <laughs> newly married. We're the ones who have a little more seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then you get to you know, 10 years down the road where um, the wife asks you to do something and you're like, oh my gosh, seriously, you just you can't get up and do it yourself. No, no, I can't. 
because you married me so you could do these things for me. You see this ring you put on my finger? I've told you this before. You paid a lot of money for me. I did. So you should cherish me and want to do all the things I ask you to do. Because if you don't, then what was the point in buying me this really expensive ring that if we don't stay together, guess what? I'm keeping it. I'm selling it. How are you going to keep something and sell it? Well, I mean, like, I would hold on to it. I wouldn't give it to you. Oh, why would I want it back? I don't know. <laughs> Never. Weird. Um, and then you read from from a song, mm-hmm. The Thief. Um, by Brooke Frazier. By Brooke Frazier. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. We love it. And it ended up... Um, being our wedding being song. Being our wedding song. We danced to it our first dance. Right. Our first dance as a married couple. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that song. Kind of teared up a little bit while you were reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh well, why did we say it was an oxymoron? I don't remember. I'm not I don't, sure. I don't think of it like that. I don't. You could be the thief. I give the key to. I don't. I don't think it was so much an oxymoron as it as it is. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what the word is anymore. Like, I haven't thought about it in so long. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know. That's what I wrote down. So, you know, that's a 2007 Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then we talked about me being the, the Christmas lights person. Yeah. So I noticed while you were reading that you teared up a little bit also. Mm-hmm. Why, why did you, why were you crying? Well, I cry a lot when we read these things because I'm like reading my feelings. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. It's it's really weird sometimes <laughs> like to go back to those moments because that's essentially what I'm doing. Okay. As I'm reading things out loud, I go back or I remember. Yeah. What know? was happening? Like I remember listening to The Thief and driving through your parents' neighborhood um, and sitting. Looking at the lights. Yeah. And we were in the car and in, in the Corolla mm-hmm. and we were like. Not parked, um, but you had, like, braked in front of the house so I could see the lights. Yeah. And um, and then we drove through the rest of the neighborhood, and then we came back to Brownsville. Yeah. So. I remember that. Yeah. And we've done it a couple times since then. Mm-hmm. Um, even after we got married, because my family is not useless without me, but they're useless without me. Well, we me. go and we help put up lights. They when did it, it this year, and it was awesome. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> it was awesome. Um... Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I didn't have anything else written down. Oh, okay. Was there anything that you, you read or... No. That you want to relive or mention? No, I said all the things. In the journal entry? Uh-huh. So you're done? So I'm done. <laughs> so that was the end of episode 23. I was like, the end. <laughs> it's really weird. I, looking at the journal, like, we're about three quarters of the way through the journal. Yeah, we've gone through so much. But we're only in December. Yeah. So, I'm like, did I not write as much? Maybe. There, You know, it has, um, there have been a lot of uh, in-betweens. Yeah. Because we're married by October of the 2018, so. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <laughs> there have been days or even a week right. in between journal entries sometimes. Yeah. So I can yeah. see how that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just going to continue because 
as we get as we go on as our relationship progresses, we get even busier and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. so thank you everybody for for listening to today's uh, episode, today's show. Yep, thank you. And if you want to contact us, uh, we had a little argument on the podcast. If you want to tell us who was right, uh-huh. you can. So this is love at yahoo.com. We'd appreciate your, your feedback. If you're listening, um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. We would love a yes. review. Rate and review. Rate and review us because it gets us out there so other people can find us and listen to us easier. In the podcast sphere. Uh-huh. Um, you can find us on Instagram. So this is Love Podcast. Yes. Where Leslie's posts are superior. <laughs> and um, you can find us on Facebook. So this is Love Podcast. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. So this is Love Ten. Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to email us, you can email us at so this is love at yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. Um, and and that's all we got for today, everybody. Okay. Thank you. You guys um, have a good one. Bye.